All right, we lost. We got him back. Uh, he is Andrew Garbarino, of course, the fine congressman out of the Second Congressional. Always great to have him on. It's been a little bit of time, but uh, a welcome addition, no question. And we say good morning to you, Congressman. How are you? Good morning, Jay. I'm good. How are you doing? Hanging in there, man. You are a busy guy. There's a lot going on. Uh, let's, uh, let's start out with, uh, you know, we were talking with Craig, our financial guru about the funding and everything else, the deal set. So talk to us a little bit about that. That reached yesterday, last night, I assume. Oh, the deal. Yes. The, uh, they agreed, um, uh, the four, the four leaders, the speaker, the uh, Senate majority leader, uh, Senate minority leader and, uh, uh, the minority leader in the house agreed on, uh, funding for, I believe, six, uh, six agencies. Um, and, uh, they're still working on the other, uh, the other six appropriations bills. Uh, but there's an agreement. Uh, we're hoping to pass a, a temporary, uh, continuing resolution today, uh, that would, that would kick, uh, these six, um, appropriations bills to next week. Uh, to give everybody time to read them. Uh, the speaker um, insisted that uh, there be a 72-hour, we abide by the 72-hour rule, so um, instead of getting these deals done and then rushing to pass them all tomorrow before anybody has a chance to read the bill, uh speaker insisted that uh, people be given a chance to read, which I think is, uh, which, which I think is a good idea. Uh, and the idea is that and, uh, hopefully next week we can pass those bills uh, and within the following two weeks past, um, uh, the last couple, which include, um, uh, Homeland Security and Defense, uh, we're very excited about the Defense Bill because it's, it, there's a, there's a big raise in there for, uh, for our servicemen and our service women, uh, something that they, they desperately need. Um, so we're, um, we're happy that there's not going to be government shutdown. Uh, there's still, uh, and we, and, uh, Republicans did get some policy wins, um, in this, according to the speaker, we're just, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the language, uh, so we can see exactly, um, what was, uh, what was accomplished. Yep. No doubt. Uh, very important stuff. Andrew Garbarino with us. Uh, one thing on the table, and I don't think will come to fruition is this border bill, Congressman. Uh, now you are a key cog from what we understand in this ongoing Mayorkas deal, Andrew Mayorkas to get him impeached. Um, you know, truth be told, uh, yours truly here thinks he should. A long time ago should have happened. Uh, give me a sense as far as the bill where you stand it on uh, with this so-called compromise and the Mayorkas deal. Give me a sense of what's going on there. Go ahead. Well, um, right now the, the, the deal that was negotiated in the Senate uh, has not passed the Senate. I believe, um, I'm, I'm not sure if it will pass the Senate. Uh, there are pieces of legislation. Now, the House already passed uh, a border bill, uh, H.R. 2. We did that over a year ago. Uh, you know, right. border security, right? Not only did it uh, have border security that uh, would take effect uh, right away, it also had um, some some changes uh, that would have long-lasting effects. So that's been sitting over on Schumer's desk for over a year. Uh, we, you know, the graveyard, we call it, uh, because we sent a lot of bills over there yeah. and just let them die. Uh, so the House already passed a, 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 um, a border bill, uh, border security bill. Uh, there's also a lot that the uh, president can do under the Immigration Nationality Act uh, and other uh, laws that could um, that could reverse some of the policies that are ongoing right now. 
specifically catch and release um, that uh, they've got going on right now. Uh, they also have, uh, he could uh, restart Remain in Mexico, which was a big, uh, it really kept a lot of people from coming when, when that was in effect uh, during COVID uh, and after COVID. Um, you know, that could be put back in place to stem the tide right now. Uh, there are necessary legislative changes that do have to happen for, uh, you know, for long-term border goals and border security, um, which I think can be negotiated. Uh, but uh, right now the House passed a bill in H.R. 2. Uh, Senate hasn't passed anything. Um, you know, the, the White House and the president could right now do some uh, executive actions uh, under current law um, that would uh, that would that would really stop uh, the flow uh, right now, uh, and then we can negotiate um, some long-term some proposals. So uh, that that you know, there's a lot of different things going on uh, with with possible legislation. Uh, so I, it's not just one bill. Um, as for the Mayorkas impeachment, uh, that he, he already has been impeached. The House did vote to impeach him um, two weeks ago. And uh, now uh, the impeachment moves over to a, a trial or what's supposed to be a trial in the Senate. Uh, I was um, the speaker thought it was very important that a New Yorker uh, be included uh, as an impeachment manager uh, just because of what's happened in New York um, uh, from the, uh, uh, the increase of migrants coming to the city. And Long Island, uh, the cost, um, the the um, uh, the increase in fentanyl coming to the island, uh, the um, the attacks on the police. Uh, so I, he asked me to serve on that committee, <coughs> or, or as a, as an impeachment manager. I, I sat uh, I sit on the Homeland Security Committee, so that's where we had the uh, all the hearings, um, where we we uh, we collected evidence and testimony uh, about the impeachment. So uh, the speaker asked me to serve. Uh, and we are just waiting uh, for a scheduled time. Uh, we're ne- I believe uh, we're in negotiations with the Senate as to when we will deliver um, the articles and present them to the senators. Uh, that will probably happen after we finish the government funding, because uh, we we do, we do not want to shut down. But uh, yeah, we I, I will go over it with my uh, ten other uh, impeachment managers, and uh, we will present the case. Or well, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to present the case, uh, yeah. our evidence. To, to the jury, uh, which are the senators, uh, and they're supposed to vote to uh, whether to convict or not convict. Um, rumor is that we're hearing is that the Senate majority, they don't even want to hear the, the testimony. They don't want to hear the evidence. They don't want to hear anything. They just want to, once we go over there, they're gonna just going to um, vote to dismiss it, uh, which I don't think is right. I, I think, um, you know, the, the Homeland Security Committee spent a long time uh, talking to witnesses, talking to Border Patrol agents, talking to uh, mothers and fathers of victims of, uh, of this border crisis. Um, and uh, the evidence that we, uh, uh, we collected uh, deserves to be heard. I, I think the Senate should do its job and not just vote to dismiss it. If they, want to, if they don't want to convict them answer, that's fine. Uh, you know, that's, that's up to their individual uh, uh, votes. I, I think they're wrong. Uh, I, I did vote to impeach uh, Secretary because I, I believe he has uh, um, willful, willfully and systemically uh, refused to comply with uh, the law. I believe that uh, he yep. has breached the public trust uh, based on testimony that he's given, false testimony that's given before uh, Congress. So um, I, I really do hope that the Senate hears uh, the evidence that we've collected. 
but you know they could they could do the political move and and vote it down without even uh, hearing it. You know, Congressman, uh, and there's no question uh, he should lose his job. He's lied to all. He's lied to Congress. He's lied to the American people. He's defied. Uh, he's defied uh, situations from court orders. Uh, and I'll tell you this: uh, after the latest string of catastrophes, which I'm calling now the Lake and Riley Doctrine, which should be in play right now. Uh, if that doesn't open eyes, I don't know what will. Uh, Mayorkas has blood on his hand. <clears throat> Excuse me, his blood on his hands. The president has blood on his hands. And if this latest incident doesn't somehow move the needle, I don't know what will uh, as far as this. And the president is down in uh, some area in Texas where it is not a sense of urgency. What else is new? Donald Trump happens to be in Eagle Pass today. They're 300 miles apart in which there is a sense of urgency. There is a crisis. So call it for what it is. If this situation down in Georgia is not an eye-opener, even for that of the likes of Chuck Schumer, I don't know what will move the needle here, Congressman. No, I, I agree. And we've been, we've been saying it. Um, these just recent travesties, travesties are awful. I mean, <laughs> we've been saying it for three years now, um, since, President Biden changed um, the policy at the border, um, and uh, you know he changed the policy. And but you you have the, the reason why this is a, a big issue with the secretary is, like you said, he lied to Congress. He has lied to the American public. He has said that the border is secure. You have other members of the administration. You have the president saying that there's a crisis at the border, and he's in, he's he, he's shown up multiple times in front of the Homeland Security Committee and other committees and said the border is secure. It is. 100% not secure. Um, not to mention, uh, he has, um, he is not following, uh, the, the law of the land, which is the, uh, Immigration Nationality Act, uh, which specifically lays out what, how to, uh, and dictates what to say or what to do when a migrant is, uh, is apprehended at the border, uh, and claims asylum or doesn't claim asylum. They are, uh, you know, the law specifically says what's supposed to happen. Um, and he is not following that law. He is, he has signed orders to Border Patrol. He has signed orders to other Homeland Security, uh, departments saying that notwithstanding this law, you are to, pro you are to process, uh, these migrants and release them into the country until their, uh, uh, asylum hearing. That's supposed to happen on a case that the, the secretary has the power to do that, but on a case by case basis, not a complete, 100% catch and release, uh, and especially when these um, uh, these asylum cases aren't being heard for years. Um, so it, it, he is uh, he is not following the law and has signed orders to tell other, others not to follow the law, uh, which is uh, which is why we're seeing these issues. Uh, a lot of these people, a lot of these, uh, you know, um, uh, a lot of these uh, migrants that are committing these uh, these crimes were apprehended at the border and released into the country um and uh, and sent to states like new york and and all over i mean it's it's they're, they're being sent everywhere it's every state and now we say is a border state uh because of the of the policies at that at the at the border yeah uh, that's what it is that's what we are <clears throat> excuse me going through right now 
and Mayorkas. Uh, listen, we know he gets his marching orders. We know the deal. And the only reason why Joe Biden is going to Texas today, obviously it's an election year, and he's all window dressing. So, you know, he'll, he'll take a view. He'll get up there. He'll tell you about a bill on the table. Nothing ever gets done. Republicans this, Republicans that. But we, <clears throat> excuse me, we know the deal. So we await. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me. Talk, and we wait and about, He's going to talk about a bill that hasn't even passed uh, the Senate. Yeah. I mean, there he has the ability. And the Speaker, I was with the Speaker yesterday in a meeting uh, on the elected leadership team. Meeting. Yeah. I, I said that. And the Speaker uh, told us that he he was in the he was in the um, the White House uh, in the Oval Office with the President and said, "Mr. President, you have the ability to do A, B, and C tomorrow. You can do it, and we can work on the rest together. But you have the ability to do this and stop it tomorrow. Uh, and um, we can, unless you're willing to do that, we can't talk about changing the other policies because." The, the border needs to be secured now, and and I agree with the I agree with the speaker. The uh, uh, the president does have the authority uh, under current law to do certain things right away, and he hope, maybe he'll maybe he'll surprise us all and announce those yeah. executive actions at the uh, in Texas today. Uh, I doubt it, but uh, maybe he'll surprise us all uh, and he'll see um, he'll see what the issues are and uh, he'll he'll change them. But uh, you know, I I don't have faith. I hope he does because. There is an appetite to fix the long-term problems, to increase the border security, to help with the asylum cases, to help the border patrol agents get more uh, members. I mean, there is an appetite on both sides to fix these problems, but it can't. No we doubt, can't fix long-term problems. We can't fix long-term problems without uh, stopping catch and release, without implementing uh, remain in Mexico. You just there's no way to do it. There's too many. It, 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 there's just no way to do it. Listen, as, as George Floyd's name resonates with all that went on from years ago and to this day, uh, some change. Uh, the same thing, I think, should be that with Lake and Riley, uh, who lost her life to an individual who should never have been allowed to, to be in this country to begin with. He should have been held in, in Venezuela. We all know that Maduro over there emptied those prisons based based on Joe Biden and all that was going on as far as the policies. It's all about policy, you know that. And if Joe Biden was a man of character, he would get up there today and he would basically state the case regarding Lake and Riley and all that needs to be done. And that is to, with a stroke of his pen, uh, just kind of resuscitate, remain in Mexico and catch and release. That's all you have to do until you have an agreement and everything else. I don't want to hear about the 5,000 a day. I don't want to hear that. Nobody wants to hear another 2 million people to be allowed in this country. They're capping it off. What they want to hear is about safety right now. And right now it's unsafe. Our streets are unsafe. And he's got to recognize this. And if he doesn't, I- he will lose the election in a land. He'll lose the election, Congressman, in a landslide come November. And it's not just—it's not even just about the individual people. It's the it's the increase in fentanyl also coming into that. I mean, you can talk, yes. you can find parents, siblings of people who have died because of fent- the amount of fentanyl coming into this country across the southern border. It's, it, it's affecting everyone, and it has to stop, and yep. he has the ability uh, to stop it right now, uh, and then we have the ability to work together and, and fix the long-term problems. But he has to do, he has to take yep. action 
uh, right now. Yeah, and it's not just an isolated case. What happened to Lakin? You know, young ladies, nope. babies, they've been killed by individuals that should not have been here, uh, without question. You bring up an excellent point with the fentanyl. I mean, that's how that's how far we are as far as this whole thing is concerned. The fentanyl now kind of kind of goes in the background a little bit based on the the murderous tasks uh, presented uh, to our our people here in this country by individual individuals who should not be here. Uh, so, uh, in essence, we'll see what happens here. Final thing before we let you go, and we appreciate the extra time. Uh, in your district, my friend, with the new map now these are new, of the New York congressional uh, districts, uh, kind of subtly shifting a little bit here. Uh, it's going to help a couple of re- Republicans, one Democrat. Now, as far as you, you know, you're going to move a little west along the coast, so you'll lose Mauritius, but you'll gain Massapequa. Uh, I think it's yep. 49-2, Democrat to 48-8. I do believe that. Give me a sense of what you're feeling here. And once again, one-party role, Congressman, huh? Yeah, you know, an, an independent – it's amazing. An independent commission, uh, you know, five Republicans, five Democrats, Come up with maps um, and agree to them nine to one, and legis- the Democratic legislature decides, Democratic governor, message of necessity, decides <clears throat> to maps. You know, I move, uh, you know, I move, I get, you know, I did res- represent Massapequa uh, my first term, uh, Massapequa Park, uh, North Massapequa, yeah. uh, Massapequa proper. So, I mean, it's a great area. I mean, I, I really enjoyed representing them. Uh, great area full of firemen, cops. Yeah. Um, you know, hardworking uh, people. You know, so I, you know, happy to have it back. But I am disappointed to be losing um, riches in Manorville. Um, I had a you know really over the last uh, year and a half um, uh, worked on a lot of cases out there. Uh, uh, met a lot of people. Um, enjoyed uh, enjoyed representing. I'm disappointed to lose it, but uh, you know, happy to have Massive Vega. Yeah, it's, it's not much of a change politically. Um, you know, I'm just going to continue to do. Uh, my job for the constituents I'm here to uh, yeah. uh, represent. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing to watch, you know, independent commission comes up with maps and then uh, all of a sudden the legislature changes them to try to uh, secure, you know, other members uh, of their party. So it's, a, it's um, you know, it's politics at its best, you know, in, in New York. Politics in New York, you know, it's, <laughs> I'm not surprised is all I can say. Uh, but, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm, I'm happy. I'm sorry to be losing the areas that I'm losing, uh, but and but uh, you know, massive people. It's, it's going to be good to have that area back. Uh, there are a lot of great people there. I had a lot of fun uh, representing those those guys and working with the mayor in, in uh, Massapequa yeah. Park. Uh, you know, uh, Mike um, Mike Durso, the assemblyman over there. Uh, some some it, so it, it, it's. Uh, um, I'm glad to have it back. You know, that's that's my old digs, uh, Congressman. I used to live there, uh, right off. Uh, Williams Drive there, Burns Park, John Burns Park. Uh, great oh, yeah. town. Great town. Great, you know, and they got a great supervisor and Joe Saladino over there. Yep. He, used to, he used to go all the way into Islip uh, when he was in the assembly with him. He's, he's doing a great job. We work, I've been working with him quite a bit to, to get some stuff done, some federal funds, so I'm excited to keep working with him some more. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, um, it is a great, great finding full of great people. <laughs> Indeed. And listen, you keep up the great work yourself. I know you're a busy guy these days, and congratulations on on that appointment uh, and everything else. So let's see what happens to good old Alondro over there. Uh, but uh, keep up the fight. A lot going on these days. Very important year. We'll follow your trek along the way, and we uh, look forward to having you on again. 
Yep, absolutely. Thanks, Jay. Speak to you soon.